Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney and I'm your host. Today is the 11th of January, year 2024. Today we're going to speak about the new moon in Capricorn that occurred in the wee hours. And this new moon is at 20 degrees, 44 minutes arc. It's in the Capricorn Virgo decan, and that's the last decan of Capricorn. It gives it a flavor of steadfastness with self-improvement. This new moon is actually gorgeous. I mean, in the wheel, using the natural wheel with Aries at zero degrees on the nine o'clock position. Four planets fall in the 10th house, the natural Capricorn house, and it creates a beautiful trine that's wide, yes, with Jupiter, not so wide with Uranus, and Juno, in Virgo. Juno is the asteroid that represents partnerships, marriage, team effort. So we have a grand trine in Earth and it's just so beautifully configured because Mars, which is also in Capricorn, is in an exact trine, almost it's a few minutes from partial, but not many, to Jupiter, that gives enormous strength. That actually helps our economy. And I think I did mention this in the past. In that Mars in this new moon chart is right smack dab up at the midheaven. This gives me hope, not based on the news that we're hearing, but the stars that I'm seeing. That Mars in Capricorn is also in a lovely sextile to Saturn, which represents foundations and leadership. Saturn also represents the traditional ways in which we achieve. Combined with Mars, it's a great blend of going for the new, but keeping it laced with traditional values, or there's something traditional within it. An example would be you could build a new house, but it could be based on old architecture. You know, a nod to the past, a nod to the craftsman. So we have some real promise with this new moon that you can take to present your goals now. And this new moon also represents you reaching for your mission in life, you striving to go another notch on your own personal ladder. That new moon is almost in an exact trying to Uranus, so it says... Yes, present yourself as a solid individual that can get the job done, but bring 
the new ideas to the table as well. You're not necessarily breaking out of the box, but you're definitely in a mode in which you can rearrange the house. You can rearrange the way in which you present yourself. This new moon represents how you can present yourself that you are the go-to leader, the person that can take the company where it wants to go or take your personal business where it wants to go. And if you've retired, you can still lead in volunteer work. You can lead in, dare I say, compassion for the world to follow. You know, even when we retire, we still have goals and things that we wish to achieve. And we're still always striving, hopefully, to become a better person, to be an example for the younger people out there. And the stars, when they create this fantastic new moon, which is just a new blueprint to get things going forward, they can indicate, well, how can you do this self-improvement within your own personal life if you're not working anymore? Just look at your individual life of how you can self-improve. That Saturn in Pisces is in such a lovely relationship that with Jupiter and also with Mars that I am very tempted to say we may have a ceasefire coming down the pike. Another promising indicator in this chart is that Venus in Sagittarius, which is located in the ninth house, is in a trine exact to Chiron, which is the wounded healer. I think everybody is ready for less killing and more loving or no killing and all loving. How about that? All right, back to the new moon in and of itself. You'll have to forgive me on this podcast. I'm just getting over a cold. So I'm not quite as clear sounding as normal. This new moon is moving toward Pluto. So it is moving toward a conjunction of Pluto that is still in Capricorn at the last degree. And that indicates that the changes that this new moon is asking of you will have a certain level of finality about them. This brings me to our infrastructure, our infrastructure in America, USA America, is falling apart. And we need to look at that. And I know they have talked a great deal about it, but now would be a good time to deviate some of those war funds into our infrastructure. So let us pray that a ceasefire exists in real time, not in imagination time. And by the time Mercury gets to Capricorn, which will be happening on the 13th, it will return to the zero degrees of Capricorn that has already transpired many times in the month of December, because that's when the retrograde happened. Since it's now direct, it will return on the 13th, and as it moves forward, it will simultaneously trine 
all the earth going on, it will sextile. That's a flowing aspect, that beautiful Saturn in Pisces, which is compassion for others and yourself. This Capricorn new moon is just full of potential. It's full of having teamwork with unusual partners and alliances that are secure, powerful, important, and fertile. It has such a level of promise to it. Of course, nothing happens without effort. The stars actually don't make things happen. They point large spotlights on areas that we need to look at in our chart. So this new moon, wherever Capricorn 20 degrees falls in your chart, that is the key factor of where you need to look at to channel this promise. Openings and changes can happen quite fast because the new moon is in almost an exact trine to Uranus. So that means sudden shifts, sudden new beginnings, and sudden new leadership. Now, this brings me to the United States election. I know this is probably many people's least favorite topic, but I had a thought the other day. Wouldn't it be exciting if Vice President Harris and Nikki Haley were our two leading candidates? And we had two women running for the presidency of the United States for the first time ever in the history of the world? I got so excited thinking about that. And I thought, well, you know, Joe, President Biden, has got to be a little tired. I mean, his son's being dragged through the courts. He's being dragged through the courts. Trump's being dragged through the courts. Everybody's just name-calling everybody else. Can we, like, focus on the issues instead of each other as who's running? I mean, that's the one thing that I've noticed that is just so banal and a bit high schoolish when we have so many world and local issues that need to be addressed. Stop name calling each other and get some ideas on the table. Tell us what you're gonna do. I'd like to put that out in the universe that Vice President Harris and Nikki Haley are the two candidates that run for presidency. It would certainly be a shocker for America to leap so far progressively into the future as to nominate two female candidates. But I do have hope that we will catch up with the rest of the world at one point. Now this 21 degree Capricorn, because I just rounded off, in the Sabian symbols is about successful publishers, librarians, about ancient manuscripts and beautiful bindings. It has a element of the lost culture symbols in it and the new school of thought. So as I said earlier, it's a little bit about taking the traditional but giving it a brand new spin or unearthing 
some new information. Science, after all, is all about questioning. You'd never know that looking at the last three years, but in fact, it is. And so this degree tells us that we're moving toward that. We are going to move toward being able to question the old ways without being canceled, without being ostracized to the basement. You know, good old questions like you used to do in grade school and you'd shoot your hand up and wait till the teacher called on you. I hear that students no longer do this, but I'm sure that's not completely true. And then you voiced your question that you had thought out very well. So now's the time for you to ask yourself some of those questions. Like, how do I become my own best boss? How do I get where I want to go? You have to know where it is you wish to go before you can actually get there. And... Can I travel or arrive in a different way? Is it possible for me to now reinvent myself and my long-term goals? Capricorn deals naturally with the 10th house, which is our standing in the community. So this new moon very much says reinvent yourself and your standing in the community. And have some fun while you do it. Surprise yourself. And until you figure it completely out, imitate what it is that you wish to be. Mime it in your mental capacity. See yourself doing even what you think you might be interested in. If you're not so sure yet, you might have to explore several avenues got to see it in your mind's eye. I say this quite a bit. The new moon is also in a sextile to Neptune. It's five degrees. It's a little wide, but that blends the wisdom of compassion. Wisdom and compassion, knowing when to use it, how to use it, where to use it for yourself and others. This is about no-nonsense teamwork, getting the job done. We could see some really beautiful partnerships during this cycle, like marriages that take place during this particular new moon cycle will have a lovely longevity to them. Back to the political for just a moment. Vice President Harris has this new moon in her third house, and it's in an inconjunct to her Mars, and it's trying her Jupiter. So that means she's going to be working a little bit harder to sound better. I think she sounds fine, but you read in the paper that people feel blah, 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 she doesn't communicate well, or, you know, you read all kinds of things, and everything you read is not true. But you know that. Nonetheless, clearly, I can see that she is going to be spending a little extra time making sure that she comes across with perfect clarity and strong leadership. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is also running for president. 
I love his stance on corruption. We definitely need more of that looking into and in all our institutions. This particular new moon is going to fall smack dab right on his midheaven. And it is opposed his Uranus. So he may end up surprising a lot of people and making an upshot in his support. Because he's actually a really great stand-up guy. I mean, he goes after those polluters. And he's not anti-vax. I will just say that. He's not. He's for safe and good vaccines. Also, Joe's. Joe, President Biden. Sorry to be so casual. President Biden's chart shows that this new moon is going to fall in his second house, and it's trying his midheaven, which definitely helps him. However, Mercury, when it returns to Capricorn, will be in an exact square to his 10th house Neptune. His speech, his thought process that is clearly slowing down, is like a wet blanket for him. He really does seriously need to consider handing the torch over and letting a younger person run for the office. Will he? Time will tell. And Trump, who is also running. This new moon runs smack dab into his kid's house, the fifth house, which represents his children. It is in conjunct his son. He has got so much pressure on him. It's really kind of interesting to see how a person responds to that level of pressure and stress. And we want to see how all the candidates respond to certain levels of stress. Something's going to come up for him about real estate money, I believe. So there may be some questioning or a, an adjustment or some kind of working out, something about real estate and his kids and money. And, you know, it's always about money with him. So ultimately, this year will not be boring at all when it comes to politics. And we'll just have to wait and see how crazy it gets. But for you, I want to say, reach for the goal and the job and the partnership that may seem just a little further than your hands can grasp it. Go for it anyway. This is a go for it new moon. You are capable of doing way more than you ever imagined. But you do have to take those first steps. I'm Parker McFinney. This is Stardust Stereo. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd like to thank my patrons. You know who you are. If you'd like to become a patron, you can do so at patreon.com slash parkermcp. And I want to remind you, you are made of stardust. So go shine.